0: My name is Erica Hinkle
1: and my name is Joshua Griffin. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes, where we go behind the scenes with our Tidewater area businesses.
0: I'm owner of Erica Hinkle Events LLC, a full service wedding and event company specializing in floral design and decor.
1: And I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and the Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling and plumbing needs.
0: Today, we got to host and interview Cole Malise, owner of Friday's Marine in Saluda, Virginia.
1: He shared some behind-the-scenes insight for boat owners and new exciting things coming from Friday's Marine. Stay tuned
0: to the end, where he offers a discount for only behind-the-scenes listeners.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Let's just start off with you introducing yourself and giving your credentials
2: um i'm cole malice i'm uh i own friday's marine in saluda we're a suzuki outboard dealer we work on all makes and models um work on boat systems and trail boat trailers and stuff like that
1: okay cool and how did you get into
2: doing that um yeah i've always since i was a little kid i've always worked on boats and and motors and stuff like that. So um, in high school, I worked in another um, marine place and then uh, started working for Phil right out of high school and then heard he wanted to sell out. So um, that's how that happened.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. So um, how can your customers reach you?
2: Um, They usually call the shop or... uh, Communicate through email. Um, we have a Facebook page, a Instagram page as well. So,
0: Cool, cool. And how long has Fridays been in business? I know you guys – I'm right around the corner from you, so I see you, your uh, marina every day when I go to 7-Eleven.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. We just put up a new building, actually. So it's pretty cool. Oh, um,
0: cool. In the back there?
2: Yeah. Yes, ma'am.
0: Oh, nice. That's that's great. What is What was the whole – objective with the new building just expansion or was there a purpose
2: um expansion and so we could work on boats inside um before we had to work on everything outside so it was always weather dependent or something like you know so
0: awesome awesome and why why do customers love fridays like do you have something specific that you guys do
2: um we really try to like put always put our customers first we you know you know, we try to really go above and beyond to make them happy. And uh, they like small business. They they call up, you know, they call the shop and they talk directly to us. So.
1: Right. Right.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I got to say,
2: I,
1: I, um, I know nothing about boats and Cole knows that. Cole <laughs> fixed a boat for me uh, a little while back. And I bought. Um, I don't even. I don't. I don't think it's even okay to say it was a lemon, right, Cole? Because it, it wasn't like it was bad out of the box. It was just I didn't know what I was buying. Um, but anyway, I I know my father-in-law who knows a lot about boats. He's actually a waterman. Um, he loves Suzuki. Like that's his. You know, when we were looking at boats from the get go, he said, you know, find something with a Suzuki outboard four stroke. I I mean, I got that ingrained in my head. So can you talk a little bit about maybe what Suzuki offers or why you guys, uh, you know, sell Suzuki?
2: Well, we we uh, we we love working on Suzuki's and um, the watermen like us, too, because we always you know, if you buy a motor from us, we are, you know, we always drop what we're doing to service them so they can get back, you know, working. Um,
0: oh, right. That's a good point.
2: Um, Yeah. I just, you know, Suzuki's, we seem to have really good luck with them. We get a lot of hours out of them. Um, you know, if you do your maintenance and everything, they, they really run forever. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. So when you say maintenance, what, what is some uh, maintenance that folks should be, you know, calling you guys and, and getting done?
2: Um, stuff like oil change, lower unit oil, um, water pump, um, change, you know, change the internal anodes and fuel filters, you know, how, just, just get say it good. Oh, I was
1: just saying, how often should some of those things be done? Because, you know, I, I know like with my car, it's every 3000 miles, but, um, you know, again, I know nothing about boats, but th- does it even um, have there- mileage like that. <laughs>
2: generally speaking uh oil change every 100 hours um and lower unit oil about the same um they say do your water pump about every three years and of course fuel filters every year
0: cool now do you guys let me ask a question as i'm curious um do you guys winterize there or do you like tell your customers how to is that a diy thing i'm not even sure
2: um yeah we do we do the winterization. Um, but you know, customer calls and asks, like, say, "I'm going to be using my boat rock fishing." We we kind of tell them what to do, put some stabilizer in it, you know. Right. That's that's another thing. We always give advice to every. You know, when people call, we don't just say, "Oh no, we're not going to give you any advice." We usually give them, you know, good advice. Cause we figure they're eventually going to come back, you know. Yeah. If they need something, so.
1: Yeah. Is there any employees or team or anyone like a customer that you'd like to highlight on this podcast?
2: Um, you mean like, like the employees that?
1: Yeah, is, is I there mean, any, any any employees that you know you'd like to highlight?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, so we so it's in the shop. It's it's me, um, Elijah, and Jesse, and uh, we're all pretty good friends. So we always work as a team, you know, to get stuff done, and you know, communication really good between us so um it usually works out pretty good we all get along pretty good and we we have fun with it and
0: yeah i was gonna say it's probably fun to work with your friends all day
2: it is you know it's it has its ups and downs but for the most part it's usually uh usually works out really good yeah that's great we're lucky we were able to do that for sure
1: y'all must work well together because i can think of some of my friends that we would probably not be friends very long had if we were to work together.
2: (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Everyone's always saying, you know, it must be hard work when you're friends, but it, it, it works out pretty good. We, we make it work pretty well. That's cool. So
1: I, I I wanted to mention because, and I I hope it's okay that I do this, but I, I, I think, you you know, you're pretty young to be, uh, to own a, a business as awesome as Fridays, right? I mean, you're, how old are you?
2: I'm 24. I was 23 when I started. Um, wow. So, yeah, I am, I am pretty young for it, but.
0: Yeah. Um, do you like it? Do you like being a business owner?
2: Oh, I do. And I, I, I like it a lot, really. I mean, I love, you know, I have fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I. I, 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 I've I heard other folks say, well, you know, I, I wouldn't want it because I, I was pretty young when I started my business. I wasn't 24, but close. And um, I, you know, I've, I've heard folks say, well, you know, I wouldn't hire them because they're younger. But I've always thought it was more of a testament. Like if I meet a young business owner, I, I'm like, man, this person already has their stuff together. It, you know, they, they've been able to accomplish so much at a younger age. And I don't look at that as a bad thing ever. You know, they they obviously are good at what they do. They specialize at what they do and they're obviously successful at it. So I, you know, I think that that's
2: awesome. I agree. I mean, the way, the other thing I see it as, you know, we plan on being there for a long time. So, you know, it's not like we're going to next year, you know, you won't have anywhere to take your Suzuki because, you know, we expanded this year and, everything's working out pretty well
0: so. yeah yeah
1: that's great
2: are, are you guys big boaters
1: erica
0: um eh, i'm more I, <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny um my and I, cole you might not you might even know uh my in-laws but um it, Yes, they are. I'm more of a canoeer and kayaker myself. So I am on the water every weekend. And I, I do a lot of canoeing and kayaking when I have my weekends free. But as far as like boats, I love to go, I'll go on anybody's boat. You could take me anywhere, but I know nothing. <laughs> and they, they kind of scare me because if you get out there, and something happens, you're in the middle of the ocean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, Yeah, I'm always during the summer. I mean, there's not a weekend that I'm not on the water. Or, you know, evenings. We we like to fish a lot, so Yeah. It makes it pretty fun.
1: You know, Erica brought up a good point. Um what what are some things that, you know, especially somebody like me that knows so little about boats that um they should probably I, I know there's laws, right? There's laws that mm. say as far as safety goes, if you do get stranded, but what are some things that, that you guys recommend for folks to have on their boat at all times?
2: Um, definitely all the safety equipment. Um, another thing that's not bad is an ePERB, um, which it's it's like an um, it's a device that basically you can if well, they have it two different ways. Um, some of them are like a button, another of them, if the boat like sinks, it'll it'll basically put off a um, I forget what you call it,
0: uh, oh, like a ping or whatever,
2: basically. Yeah, where so, they can find you. Yeah, that's not a bad thing to get. Um hmm. <clears throat> Or, I mean, always bring your cell phone, of course, but, um, uh, probably not have... bad to have a toolkit either.
0: Oh, you know, I got that covered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, do you have to have a license to, uh, to buy a boat or just to drive one?
2: Um, just to drive it. I think anyone could probably buy it. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely have a voter's license.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's probably important. <laughs>
1: yeah i think i've taken my boat uh, a total of maybe four or five times out and i've been pulled over twice so oh my gosh yeah i know in our area especially on the piankatank river um now i know people might be listening to this you know (laughs) down in virginia beach or hampton or wherever but up in our area we are just so lucky enough to have a, a coast guard station just over near Gwen's Island and then um you know they're in the Pianka tank all the time uh just kind of making oh, rounds are. and making sure every everybody's safe and doing what they're supposed to be. Um yep. so
2: Yeah, you definitely have to have all your safety gear, you know, life jackets, all that good stuff. Definitely.
1: Hmm. So, so has technology changed your business at all in in, in recent years or or uh or the industry itself and if so
2: how oh it has a um, you know outboards are more more efficient of course all every everything's basically four stroke now um yeah of course we're doing a lot of electronic installs and yeah it's definitely changed it a lot over the past i'd probably say 15 years it's a different ball game
0: yeah i would imagine you know with some of the digital screens that they have now was that like a learning curve to learn th- those kinds of systems
2: well it, it was but you know we like our air of course we you know we're pretty good with that kind of stuff because you know we all, we always had cell phones and right right all that kind of stuff so
0: yeah it I just, it, it, it's,
2: it's not too too complicated really
0: i yeah. just i imagine like you know you have somebody maybe that's an an older generation that buys a boat like that and has absolutely no idea <laughs> how to, how yeah, to work sometimes it. Gotta sh-
2: show them how to, how, how, how to work it and read the manual and all that good stuff.
0: Oh, that's good that you do that though. That's really good.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I, um, he, he I, I love how humble he is. He, he's, he's talking about how uh, it's no big deal. You know, yeah. it's, it's really not that big a deal, but I can, t- I can tell you as somebody that did not grow up near the water, and, and I bought my first boat this past year and learned so much and, you know, more than anything, what I didn't know. And, um, it's, it's, it's a lot to it. When when you say that the four strokes are more efficient, um, you, you, you know, are they better too? Or, or I mean, what's, what's the, you know, is there a such thing as a, a six stroke or something bigger than a four stroke? Can you talk a little bit about no, that?
2: It's it was either a two stroke or four stroke and four strokes are, they're much better on fuel. They're, they're quieter. I I would say they're definitely more reliable. Um, so, I mean, they're just, they're better. I mean, they're a little heavier, but there's definitely, it's definitely a, you know, you're definitely better off with a four stroke in my opinion. Um,
1: okay. Hmm.
2: Just for those reasons.
1: Good stuff. What are you most proud of in your business?
2: Um, I think I'm most proud of like you know putting up that building building this year and making you know all the improvements, cleaning it up around there um selling we sold a lot of motors this year, we sold over fifty motors this year, so oh wow, yeah, we definitely had a good year.
0: that's great, so what are some myths or misconceptions about your business that customers should know about
2: um, I guess. I guess one of the myths would be some people think it's, you know, some stuff would be cheaper to do it theirself. And mm. a lot of times we get the customer that, you know, try to do it themselves, and actually, you know, was throwing parts at something. It was just a simple fix. so Ended up costing just, way more. Yeah, It's not always cheaper to do it yourself. And I mean, a lot of things are, you know, good that customers do themselves, you know, service and all that. And we'll, we always give them good advice on that you know, when they call and ask questions.
0: Yeah. So that, I guess um, you would definitely say like, you know, you encourage your, your customers to call you if you ever have a question so you can point them in the right direction before they make a mistake.
2: Oh, oh definitely. definitely That's, for great. Sure.
1: That's great. Well, great. Well, so we are uh, getting towards the end of our, our episode here. And, you know, our podcast is called Behind the Scenes with Tidewater Businesses. And so every episode, we try to, you know, have a besi- behi- the behind the scenes section, if you will, of our, our, our episode. And so can I ask you, you know, what's one tip that you would give to a, a, a listener that could help them, you know, when they're purchasing a boat?
2: Um, I would basically say get, get, you know, professional look over it. A lot of times your uh, money ahead, you know, if you get some if you pay someone. You know, just to check over it, do a compression check, look at, you know, look over the boat, because um, you can, you know, save thousands in the long run. So, no, that's so you're saying, tip.
1: like, if someone's looking at a used boat to, you know, to get, like, you guys would look at the boat before they would buy it?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, we would, uh, we'd come out and we'd be happy to go out to wherever it is if it's not, you know, far.
0: Right.
2: But, uh, and look over it, do, you know, just a couple simple tests, and it, it wouldn't be a whole lot of money. So,
0: let me ask because I'm not in the know what was wrong with Joshua's
1: boat? <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> um, that thing was, it was, that was probably one of the worst I've ever seen. Oh
1: my God. Somebody and he just, already they, bought it. I had already bought it. it ar-
2: yeah, <laughs> he had already bought it. Yeah.
1: I was trying to make uh, uh, the, the missus happy. And so she looked at this boat and liked it. And I didn't even know that, you know, that, the you know, Cole would come out and look at it. I didn't know that was a thing. So um, I looked at it and it looked, you know, I kicked the tires on it, if you will, like you would a car. And um, yeah. I've Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah, that was. Well, We, I mean, did you ever sell it? You sold it yet? I have not sold that boat. I still have it. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. so now we have two boats. oh lord oh that's funny well is there anything new that you're working on or that will be coming out in the future maybe something new in your industry or something that you're selling
2: um we're looking to eventually hopefully take on a boat line um oh wow but we're looking into that i'm gonna have to make some more room around there (laughs) but
0: yeah, it's tight. I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to actually come up there uh, and, and check it out because I've been over there a couple times. You guys weren't open. It was just one of those things where I had stopped at the Seven Eleven and I was like, oh, let me go look at that boat. But it you are in kind of like a weird pie shape, small little slot. So I was interested we, we where are, the new we get, building is.
2: Well, we tore down. There's like a lean-to on the side of the shop and we tore that down and <clears throat> cleared off so a little bit of land back there and made it we made it work.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Well, that's great. Yeah. And if anybody's listening to this, I know we kind of, you know, you, 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 touched on how folks could reach you, but you guys are located on the Northern end of Gloucester, right? So not too far. If somebody's in Hampton or Richmond, you know, nice little easy drive, um, and, and right on a main highway that folks could pull in and out. Um, you know, and-
2: I agree. It makes it easy. We usually we just, somebody pulls the boat right in and we drop it right there and move with the forklift. So they don't have to back it up. So it makes it nice. And
1: and I know that that's, that's um, uncommon, right? I mean, there's other folks that work on boats, but they're, you know, kind of off the beaten path and, you know, they're waterfront, but they're, you know, maybe a little tougher to to pull a a boat in there when you're pulling something like that. Um,
2: I agree. So, yeah, it's definitely a good location. We, We do, we have a lot of customers from Richmond and, um we even have customers from that come up from Virginia Beach and stuff. But Oh wow. It's definitely uh Yeah, it's definitely easy location, easy in and out. So good mm. stuff. Um,
1: yeah. Well we're we're about to wrap up. Uh I did want to ask, uh are there any deals or discounts that you are willing to offer to someone listening to this podcast?
2: Yeah, we'll do a ten percent off a service, um one time use. You know, if you say hey was heard the heard the podcast or so
1: awesome great yeah and then the last thing i know we just touched on where you're located but again what is the best way for customers to reach you
2: um i'd probably say call the shop or send me an email um we got an email on the website and uh or facebook you know if you want to message on facebook okay is it that is, is it too. uh
0: is it friday's like what's the tagline
2: um it's it's fridays marine i think it's incorporated okay oh and what is that phone number cole
1: 804-758-4131 okay and i know you said to email you what's that email address
2: it's cole c-o-l-e dot s dot Malise m-a-l-i-s-e at com.
1: okay great well, we appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully, nobody uh, needs anything big from you that's listening to this, but if they do, um, you know, something's wrong with their boat, they know who to
2: call. I agree. That sounds good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's it. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes with Virginia Tidewater Businesses Podcast. Please like, subscribe, share, and do all those things that help us grow. We're hoping to do more episodes with our local businesses offering deals and discounts to only you guys listening to this podcast. Thank you.